Hey, this is Jade uh, from Support the Scene. I am here with another brand new episode of the podcast. Um, I am here with a very special guest. Um, why don't you introduce yourself to those who don't know you? Hi, everyone. My name is Dust. Um, I am a local drag performer, drag show producer, general mischief maker about town. Um, yeah, I produce and host a drag show called Commercial Drag, which you can follow on uh, Instagram at Commercial Drag if you ever wanted to come see a show. Um, I also run a all live singing drag show that we call Off Tune uh, with my friend Channing Titanium. Um, yeah, that's me. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, how did you personally get into the whole, the world of drag? Um, I was writing for a magazine called Beatroot, and yeah. I pitched to them the idea of, um, of, sorry, I, my mind went blank. No um, I pitched them the idea of doing an article about a drag performer, just like profiling their, their, who they are and, mm-hmm. and photos of them. They loved it and they picked it up as a monthly feature. So I started by writing these pieces about drag performers. And the first performer that I wrote about uh, was my drag mom, Chandelier. And she was like, you have all the makings of a drag performer and you should try it. You should do it. And then one day she put me in drag and that was that. That's amazing. That was in 2016. Yeah. I, I, I think I remember reading um, some of your uh, pieces in, in Beatroot. Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah, no, it was really popular and it was really, really, it was a great way for me to break the ice with a lot of local performers and to, you know, also contribute to the community. Cause I was, I moved here from Calgary. Mm-hmm. So I knew coming in that Vancouver was a hard social scene, but I was like, if I have something to contribute or if I give back, that is probably the best energy to come forward with. Oh, for sure. And then I'm guessing the natural evolution of the birth of commercial drag. Yeah. So commercial drag started probably six or seven months after I started drag. I would say six months after I started drag. And we started as a sleepy girls show yeah. over in Kitsilano. And then it moved to a weekly format, which was commercial drag. And then now we're bi-weekly just cause it's a lot of work and we <laughs> house a lot of performers. It is yeah. a, it's not a, it's not a club. It's not a club show. It's a, it's a, it's a show show. So a lot of like, there's a lot of props. There's a lot of moving parts. It's a very artistic in nature. Um, yeah. Which I think is great. Cause it gives a whole new accessibility to, uh, people who, you know, don't necessarily go out to the clubs or don't, you know, aren't necessarily like the one o'clock or in the morning, uh, night owls. Right. Yep, absolutely. And it gives that it, it gives that same accessibility to performers who are like, I don't want to perform in nightclubs. I want to do more theatrical pieces or I want to be goofy or maybe the way I express my gender isn't necessarily accepted in those common places. So right, commercial right, drag gives is basically a place for anyone and everyone. Exactly. And then with the whole, uh, I call it the apocalypse, um, but uh, with the changing of everything, um, you've started now moving that format to a digital format, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it took me a little bit of a, a little while to sort of like comprehend like what I would want that to look like because I'm very particular about how I like the flow of shows and things. Mm-hmm. And so I've been tirelessly, we've done two shows so far, very trial and error, um, different 
um, software and different sort of streaming platforms to see what will work for us. Um, and I think we're on the verge of mastering it. I mean, it's just like, it's like recreating a show all over again. It's like when we started and everything was like rough and janky and weird. (laughs) Um, and then eventually it's moved over and we found our, our groove. That's what we're in the process of doing with this online era. Love it. And do you think once everything goes back to a resemblance of normality, will you continue on with the digital as well as the live shows? I'm playing with the idea of, um, we don't know what, what this end is going to look like. Right. Mm. So what I'm playing with the idea of is if we can be in smaller groups, um, having a capacity limited or whatever, um, streaming some of the shows from our venue, um, online, which is something that we could potentially do now with the technology that has been, uh, basically discovered by us. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. You know, and it it just brings, uh, uh, a different flair. And, uh, once again, more accessibility for people who are at home or, or, you know, sometimes just can't make it out and still want to be able to be there to enjoy, to experience, we have a really, really incredible, um, in, like Instagram following, and people who love the show know that if on Sunday night at midnight, if they have, if they didn't manage to make it to commercial drag, they can watch the highlights reel on our social media, and yeah. it's something that if we don't do it, people lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. You know, so um, su- supply and demand for sure. Now, speaking of that, you've dived into a whole new thing with this. Uh, uh, you know, with this apocalypse, as I call it, um, with your new album. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think it was the last time I had like very close contact with friends as they were leaving. We were all about to just embark on our little isolation journeys. <laughs> and my one friend, uh, M looked at me and was like, well, now you have time to write that album. And I was just like, haha, very funny. They left. And I would say probably within 15 minutes, I was like, maybe I should, um, maybe I should figure this out. And so then I started to think about it and started to look at songs and started to like source things and talk to producers and all of this sort of thing. And then I would say probably within two days, I had a microphone. I had someone who was going to mix and master for me. I had a lot of ideas and I just, I, I just went with it one foot in front of the other. That's amazing. And that's what art is made from. It's not, it's not made from a lot of preemptive thought. It's just putting what you feel and everything that you've, you know, the excitement of creating something. And that really shows in, um, uh, in, in the album, I listened to, uh, your single, uh, could I be your girl? And I really liked it. I, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, and I was actually very taken for a, a surprise on just, um, just the, the whole musicality of it. It, it sounds great. It, 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 it works really well. And I haven't heard the full album yet, but I will be picking up and I'm uh, super excited for it. Can you tell me a little bit more about how could I be your girl came about? Yeah, well, I mean, Could I Be Your Girl is a cover of Jan Arden's 1994 single. Um, And it's one of my favorite songs for a couple of reasons. The first is that if anyone knows me, they know that I'm obsessed with Jan Arden. She is a powerful, 
um, woman female singer-songwriter, in, and she holds this very special place in Canada's heart, which I mm-hmm. super admire. She never really hit it big. She's always sort of, she's done... She's done big things, but it's always been fringy things. And her career at this time in her life is just starting to pick up and really take steam because she's starting to go into acting. So Jen serves as this really strong inspiration for me. And she also um, is openly bisexual and bisexual on her TV show. She kisses both men and women. And that's the kind of queer icon that I absolutely love and adore. She is just real, you know, and Mm -hmm. I find that she has that. I I find with a lot of drag performers, there's a level of realness and Mm -hmm. with musicians, sometimes they can be so calculated and controlled. And I find that she is not calculated and controlled. She is very much who she is unapologetic. You get what you get. It's like, it's, it's face value, you know? Well, and that's the thing, right? Like that's art. That's the beauty of, passion and you know being unapologetic you know just just being you and i really enjoyed uh listening to it i thought you did a, a amazing version of it and um yeah super excited for the album um where can people find it they can uh they can purchase it on bandcamp um my profile is uh, mama dust m o m m a dust um, on Bandcamp, and you can purchase it. The album is called Amateur, um, and I called it Amateur because it is very much an album by an amateur, someone who has no, like, has no, <laughs> you know, musical technical skills. I had to teach myself how to use a microphone. I had to teach myself how to record it. I had to teach myself how to redo the, how to redo. Um, you know, chorus and verse, yeah. I had to, I set the microphone up in my closet to muffle sound. Um, there's lots of like really fun things that I learned um, that went into making this that make it really special. And there's a lot of emotion behind it as well for some of the songs. Amazing. Super excited. And I, and I think that people are going to be excited over the fact that it's not necessarily a traditional drag album where, you know, it's songs about goofy things. Um, there's songs about very real things. There's songs about goofy things. And that's, that's the magic of what I wanted to create. I'm inspired by artists like um, Orville Peck and Trixie Mattel who really, really play it straight, but mm-hmm. still have the subtext of goofy camp. Yeah. You know, you can't have life without a little bit of humor in it. Exactly. But um, just ending off this, the musical. (laughs) Yes, the musical. (laughs) Coming 2021, hopefully. Yes, 2021. All fingers and toes and tails crossed. Oh, my God. So will this be Um, like uh, just basically like the, the epitome of dust? Like, is this all your experiences morphed into, you know, you've now released an album, you've become a queen. (laughs) Like, is this the, the epitome of it? No, 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 no. It'll, (laughs) it'll definitely be an opus of sorts, but it's more of a opportunity to uh, do some queer storytelling from a very positive standpoint. Um, One of the visions for the musical since the very conception was to create a piece of theater that told positive queer stories that didn't come from a place of like, 
um, I experienced so much hate and now right. I'm this way. I wanted to create a story that was more inspired by things like Schitt's Creek, where they live in a world <laughs> that is just fully loving and accepting, but they can still have conversations about what it's like to be uh, queer. Absolutely. And, and that's, yeah. So the musical is, um, that's like, like very subtext themes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the musical is still in pre-production. So we're still writing it. We're still re-envisioning music. And this actually just gives us more time to get it right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think uh, me as well as a lot of people are really excited for it. So I wish you oh, the best on that. it. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's something that brings me a lot of joy. And you know what? I thought it would be really hard to stop it and or cancel it and or postpone it, but it was actually really easy. It doesn't feel emotionally painful to do that because I know that with this time, it's going to give me the opportunity to, to make sure that it is fully what I want it to be. Exactly. Right. You know, you can sit and you can tweak and then you can bring it alive when, when it does come out. Hey, so thanks for listening. Uh, I will link all of Dust's uh, social medias down below as well as commercial drag. Go check them out on Instagram uh, as well as the new album, which I'll put a link down uh, and in the links. Um, all, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed. Check out all of our other podcasts. Check out our YouTube channel for all of our interviews and uh, music reviews and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, thanks for supporting us. I'll chat with you guys later. Bye.